Hello, middle-aged gamers! Today on the show, Adam and Antoine will review the top 10 biggest games knockoff as per game rant. Do you agree with this selection? Do you have other games you want to talk about? You can do so in the comment section of our YouTube channel. And be sure to stay until the end for Adam's weekly news. And now, enjoy the show! Hello everybody out there, how are we doing? This is Adam from Middle Age Gaming and we had a little bit of a switcheroo right before today's episode. So we're going to do things a little bit differently. Uh, from your perspective, it basically will be the same, but from my side, it'll be a little bit different because we're going to have to do photos instead of uh, videos. But that's okay. But before we begin, I want everybody to click the subscribe button or the bell or whatever it is that you need to do so that you can be here on time next time because chatting with us is a lot of fun. We are very interactive and we love having you here because it gives us purpose. All right, but before we get into, to, well, actually right now, we're going to get into today's topic. Uh, so Antoine, would you like to talk about what we're going to be doing today? Yes, sure. We saw that we actually talk about a lot of good games lately. So we thought about changing the formula a little bit and talk about ripoffs, not uh, you know, super good game which sells a lot, but which of course got copies and either really badly made or well made when surpassed the original game. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. And we instead of having because all of this game don't really have much depth to it because we all know the original. So instead of going. Uh, I'll take two games, Adam will take two, two games. We took a list of 10 games and we'll talk about it and hopefully fill up the hours. And if we can't, we can't. That's all right uh, as well. Yeah, and there's a lot of news this week. This was actually a very busy news week. So uh, we definitely... Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So we got a lot to talk about there. All right. So let's just hop right in then into our topic. We're going to be talking about knockoffs, as Antoine said. And so we'll just start off with the first one. On the list, uh, we got these from Screen Rant, and the first one that they had mentioned was Killer Instinct. And I don't know if you did you ever play Killer Instinct? No, but it's a ripoff of Mortal Kombat, which was released in 1995. And of course, that's what 30 years now. Uh, at this time, Mortal Kombat, Tekken, Street Fighter. Uh, there were the big three names of fighting and Mortal Kombat had this little tweak that you have fatalities and it sold very well. It was fantastic. So uh, there was not just like Killer Instinct is one name, but there might be there might be another 10 or 20 behind because it was extremely copied on. Uh, there's about every theme you can think of. Like you like... Um, Tractors, you have uh, a, a knockoff of Mortal Kombat with tractors or with uh, sexy bikini girls or ninja clown or whatever. You have knockoff of everything. And on Gamer and they chose to talk about Killer Instinct. So I don't know this specific game, but I know that this type of game has been really, really copied and that was very fun. Yeah, I think the idea behind this one is that, because I mean, fighting is a genre, so... You know how do you how do you differentiate say a knockoff from just another entry in a genre, right? I mean, is Sonic the Hedgehog a knockoff of Mario? It's a platformer, 
So you could argue it was, but it did change enough of the formula. And I think that's where they draw the line is, you know, Street Fighter predates Mortal Kombat. But is Mortal Kombat a Street Fighter knockoff? Well, not really. It's just another fighting game. But it, it does do enough of its own thing. Graphically, it was very different, but also, you know, they added things like fatalities. It was much more violent. And I think in the case of Killer Instinct, it was that they were borrowing a lot of the the Mortal Kombat formula. They they were doing fatality type stuff. You know, they were doing the things that made Mortal Kombat distinct from, uh, say, Street Fighter. <laughs> they were saying, nope, we're just going to do our own version of that. And, and I think that's why this one made the list. Uh, I do remember, or was it? Was it this one though that there was there was a game and and you started off the fight as a human and then if you built up a meter you could transform into some kind of beast that might have been this game I'm not sure and if that is the case then I don't know because I would say that that was actually a completely different mechanic because as yeah, a could... of Dragon Ball uh kind of in the, yeah and that you're powering <laughs> up kind of but I mean Dragon Ball didn't have a fighting game at the time. So well, there was. I remember I had uh, I was playing it on Mega Drive, and I had imported it from Japan. So I had this uh, actually uh, cartridge adaptator that I could put. Uh, but I don't remember the name of of the Dragon Ball at the time. But oh. yeah, I remember it was uh, around the ninety five mark. Yeah, maybe hmm. even earlier. Oh, okay. Well, I was unaware of that one. <laughs> yeah. All right, but yeah. So if, it, if yeah, so they copied the idea now. Again, yeah, I'm not quite sure. I mean, this might be part of the reason why this is number 10 on their list as to a knockoff because, you know, it's kind of like, okay, yeah, it was another fighting game. It did borrow ideas, but it did kind of do its own thing. So maybe that's why it was listed as number 10 on their list of knockoffs. We, we could have actually started with this. What do you consider a knockoff? So for me, it's easy. It's this kind of... And sorry if you are Chinese, but this kind of cheap Chinese copy, you know, you have this game which made tons of money. We could create an original game and make money as well and create a revolution of the genre. But it's so much easier to just copy something which is already successful. And in most of the games that you will see in this list, they don't make the effort to make their own thing. Like you said, Mortal Kombat, the little tweak they had was the fatalities. And that's what make this, uh, this game so popular you know compared to uh, street fighter 2 so you know there was this little tweak and that's why it's n not to could be a similar game of course but not a knockoff simply because it's it was not made in the idea of oh this game is popular i'm gonna make money out of it i don't care about the player all i want is to fill up my uh, my wallet yeah, so that's exactly. that's and if the knockoff of a game is actually more popular and there's actually one on the list like this, then it's successful. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, a knockoff, because there's also terms like spiritual successor. And you could definitely say that a spiritual, a spiritual successor to a game is a knockoff. But for me, I think a knockoff A is, is mostly a reskin. So like you said, they're mostly copying. They're not, they're not inventing anything. They're just taking what was popular about the first game and redoing it but b it also to me has to seem like a cash grab in the sense that the it has to exist alongside the original game so for example a game like pray for pray for the gods you know i mean the people that made it they were saying we're, you know this is a spiritual successor to 
Shadow of the Colossus. And you could say that it's a knockoff, but at the same time, Shadow of the Colossus came out on the PS2, and we've never gotten another game like that. So I feel like it's kind of not a knockoff in the way, in the sense that the people that made it were thinking, this was a fun game. There's nothing that fills that niche right now. So we're, go- but we don't own the IP. So we want something to play in that style. So I feel like if you're copying an older game, but there's nothing currently available to give you that, you know, that sense, I, I wouldn't necessarily call that a knockoff because you're filling a niche here. But if the niche is already filled, you know, Mortal Kombat clearly existed then yeah, you're just saying, oh, Mortal Kombat exists. It makes a ton of money. I want to make a ton of money too. So for me, there has to be that kind of sense of uh, almost almost as a bit of a cash grab and trying to, yeah. to take away from I, something else. I want to I want to say opportunistic. Same yes. as right now with all the COVID and pandemic situation, you see tons of movies and games. I didn't see that much, but which are all like, oh my God, virus and all. And they're usually bad movies because they are done very fast just because perhaps that's the same in flavor of the month and all the year now. But yeah, it's made just on this idea of this topic is super popular right now. I'm going to hurry my ass off to release something, even if it's bad, that's all right because it's going to sell because it's talked about. And that's a really terrible way to do, to do it. But yeah, I don't think it works that well. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. For example, if you were, if you were going to make a a sexy vampire movie, right? Like the year after the latest Twilight film, I would say, yeah, that's completely a knockoff. You're trying to ride this wave to make your own money. But if you did one now, I would say, you know, Twilight hasn't had a film in, you know, 10 years. So you're like, okay, we're, we're trying to, you know, give fans of this something. That's why some movies take the exact contrary. You had the Twilight movies, and right after, I don't know if you saw it, there was Warm Bodies, which basically yes. is a Twilight. Yeah, it's a, it's a Twilight vampire human romantic story. So it's definitely a knockoff, but it's just uh, it's a comedy. It's fun. They actually play on it, so it works, and it was quite fun actually as a movie. I, I liked so, that yeah. one. That one was good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. So yeah, that one it was could good. have been a knockoff, but they were intelligent enough to tweak it. Just right. enough to, to be to be good. Yeah, exactly. And then that and then it becomes almost satire in a way. Because it's it's kind of it, making fun yeah. of it. So so yeah, something like that. I also like the fact that the guy in warm bodies was uh the war boy from uh Mad Max. So same guy. So <laughs> but yeah, so we're moving on. Uh we might yeah, we might as well move on to the next game here. So the next game on the list is Dark Forces, which if you are a Star Wars fan, you've more than likely played this game. And I think a lot of, you know, this was back in a time, obviously, if you're looking at this, this obviously looks like Doom. (laughs) This is very clearly... It has nothing to do with Star Wars. Basically, this is a kind of movie of, sorry, game, which was developed generic... You know, they just didn't know where to sell it. So some studio developed it and uh, they sold it to, uh, I don't know what the license at the time, you know, LucasArts or Lucas Group or whatever. And they say, okay, I bought it. So I, I put Star Wars in front. But wait, you don't have lightsaber? No, but I have a big machine gun. All right, but you know, Star Wars kind of lasers. Even if it's not lightsaber, at least it's pew pew. <laughs> yeah, but I have a machine gun and I call it Star Wars. So what are you going to do? 
Well, they have machine guns and stuff. I mean, well, I don't know if they would call it a machine gun, but they do have like, you know, automatic rifles and whatnot. But uh, yeah, but yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it was 100% a knockoff of uh, Doom. I think the only difference was they added a little bit more story than Doom had. Uh, Doom was basically just there are demons, kill them because that's your job. And this one, I think, I don't remember exactly what you were trying to accomplish in it. Do you remember? Or No idea. I, I, don't remember, <laughs> I, really I, don't I don't remember what it was. I, I have friends that really enjoyed this game, and so they played a, uh, quite a bit. But uh, yeah, this was definitely a knockoff of Doom. But then also, this is this kind of fills the, in, in, from my previous description, the cash grab thing twice. A, it's saying, hey, Let's let's uh, capitalize on Doom's popularity. That's going to sell. B. Let's capitalize on Star Wars's popularity. Oh, we have a license. We're not doing anything with it. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, this was uh, this was a hundred percent, you know, a cash grab. But I mean, to be fair, the, the the Doom formula is so simple that you you'd really have to try to screw it up. Exactly. There, there was some genre, but somehow it really feel like a, a thing of the past. Doom-like have been massively copied. Um, Street Fighter-like or fighting games have been massively copied. There was a, a lot of this kind of game, which at the time were massively copied. I don't feel like it happens that much now. Battle Royale, I think, is the most recent one to really do it. Uh, yeah, but they don't that, really copy each other. They're trying to tweak it a little bit. They try, but I mean, most of it's the, the, and that, that I think is, is kind of a thing in itself where how do you say, when, when do you say that something is a knockoff and when do you say that we've established a new genre, you know, there's a graphic thing to it. Of course, now you have way more, uh, option to change the, the graphics, but at the time, a Doom-like look like a Doom-like and you don't care about the story, just you have a screen, you shoot what's in front of you, you have a, your little bar of uh, health and uh, the little head of the guy who take damage and and that's it, that's how you, you it feels like it's the same mechanics, uh, it looks the same, the mechanics are the same, it's exactly the same, so now it's a bit tougher to say, yeah, Fortnite and PUBG are, for Pub, PUBG is a knockoff of Fortnite, Yes, maybe, but at the same time, is it really because it's um, the same while being slightly different? It attracts uh, maybe different kind of players, so it's a bit harder to say at the time. Yeah, like, like yeah, because like Fortnite ended up, you know, has all the build modes and stuff like that, and takes itself a little bit less seriously than PUBG. And of course, uh, yeah, but now now you're getting battle royales all over the place and you know all these new mobile oh, battle royales and and uh a whole bunch of games are adding battle royale modes to them and whatnot and yeah, so he here's a question which one is a knockoff of which one call of duty or battlefield ah uh, <laughs> i don't see that's the thing is i don't really know if you would consider one a knockoff of the other anyway just because at that point fps was an established uh genre you know and yeah i don't know i or i would say that they're both knockoffs of medal of honor maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> but with the military shooters but uh yeah it's hard to say at that point well, don't worry people you will see in the list that it's very easy to see there are knockoffs 
simply yeah, so some of these are a little more obvious than others. Like this it's one here is a pretty yeah. big cash grab. This next one up, uh, Simpsons. What is this one called? This one's Simpsons. Road Rage. Not hit and run. Road Rage. Hit, Simpsons Road, Road Rage. Rage. Yeah. And this one's a blatant knockoff of Crazy Taxi because he also had Simpsons Hit and Run, which was 100% a knockoff of GTA, right? <laughs> uh, which Saints Row was also a knockoff of GTA. But yeah, this this one's a, a clearly a knockoff of uh, G, of uh, Crazy Taxi. So you know you're you're driving around. You've got the the citizens of what do you call it? The citizens of Springfield, and they're all you know they, they need to go to certain places. So you're, it's your job to deliver them to where they need to go. So yeah, it's 100 percent Crazy Taxi. And again, just like the previous one, uh, we'll talk about. I'll, I I definitely have a favorite uh, knockoff that I'm going to get into later. Oh, you will see one of them. That I didn't knew about make me laugh so hard. I need to talk about <laughs> Adam already knows about. Yeah, we have yeah, different it's... definitions of a, of a knockoff, uh, of oh, a yeah. good knockoff, favorites knockoff. <laughs> but see, what I really like about the Simpson one is that usually knockoffs, uh, editors they don't really care. They're like, yeah, just try to copy my game. I don't care. In the worst case, it's gonna be be more advertisement for me. In this case, for the Simpsons, since the franchise of Simpsons is so already well established and well known. Sega with Credit Taxi was like, no, no, I uh, file a pursuit and you remove your game and that's it. And I will kill this game because I don't want a big studio, the big studio or a big name like The Simpsons to put a shadow on my game. <laughs> so you can't get this one anymore. Yeah, it's kind of funny that they're like, okay, I don't, I don't want you to overshadow my game, but purely because it's Simpsons, you know, so. Exactly. Yeah. It's just the same as Star Wars. Knockoff, big name of franchise, double the money. Come here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I didn't play this game, but uh, from what I've heard, it's it's basically just Crazy Taxi. There's there's nothing. It's just a Crazy Taxi with a Springfield skin on it. And I think that is pretty clearly when that happens, that is 100% a knockoff when you're just, it's just a skin change. <laughs> but the gameplay is exactly the same in every other way. And there's definitely a game that we're going to get to on this list that is exactly that. But yeah. So we can talk about the next one because the next one is slightly special. And uh... Yeah, the next one surprised me. Angry Birds is apparently considered a knockoff, which to me was Off. bizarre because I was like, okay, what? I mean, the whole idea of catapulting and, you know, launching things and knocking it off and, and you know, destroying towers and stuff. Okay. Yeah. That's a pretty basic concept. But yeah, I never really thought of a game before this. But uh, apparently it is a knockoff of a game called Crush the Castle. Crush the Castle, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know Crush the Castle. Uh, did you and ever I play that one? Or do you know that one? No, I, I don't think everybody knows Crush the Castle. So that's what I was saying. Here, when you copy a game and you do better than this, then you are the owner of the, of the franchise of the genre, I would say. Yeah, I, I think the... that I'm doing it better than you. So nobody's oh. going to remember you. Actually, you know what? I did play Crush the Castle back when it was a Flash game. Oh, maybe as a Flash. So I did. I did play this actually. <laughs> now that I'm looking at the the pictures of it. I'm like, I 100. Wait, I totally played this game, and it was a lot of fun when I played it, and I remember it exactly. Yeah, it was it was a little bit different. I mean, in the sense that you had a catapult. You know, you don't have to slingshot, so you're not quite adjusting things the same way. But yeah, it's uh, the the basic idea of you're you're trying to destroy something by hitting it in the right spot and all that. Uh, it, it is kind of a knockoff. But then I think this this one too is kind of funny because if 
how do I say this? If you are, if there's a game and it's popular and you know it's popular and you want to make money off of it, that's 100% a cash grab, right? And then there, therefore we would call it a knockoff. But if there's a game and it's very niche and not a lot of people know it and you kind of want to make your own version of it, that's kind of like what I was saying before where you have kind of an empty market and you just want to put something out there, you know, and, and in a way, you know, I mean, there is something out there to, to, to play, but then, yeah, you're, you're kind of putting it out in a void. The, the, so the goal probably wasn't money because the first one wasn't making money. So is that a knockoff? I don't know. You know, it's a little more vague in that sense. I do agree with you because for me, the knockoff essence is to make a quick, quick cash. Yeah. If you copy a game which was a flash game, so basically flash game, you don't really make money out of it. Mm, you just copy a mechanic and make it successful. That's good for you. But the original game was not successful or at least didn't make a lot of money. So yeah, I agree with you there. It's I can't really consider that a knockoff. Yeah, like I'm also... Good, well played. Yeah, and I'm also thinking... I'm trying to remember how old... When did I play Crush the Castle? Because, yeah, it might have been a quite a bit earlier than, than Angry Birds, where it was kind of like, oh, you know, the, this game hadn't existed in a while, and, you know, they hadn't been updating it. And so somebody was like, oh, you know, I want to make new levels on this. And, and Angry Birds did add some things with the... You know, some of the birds have special abilities. You know, the, the blue ones can split and stuff like that. So they did add a little bit to it. So... Okay, I don't know if somebody wants to call it a knockoff, fine. But you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's a blatant cash grab like some of the other ones on this list, uh, such as this next one here. So this next no, one, next one, next one is a, a, another Street Fighter copy. So maybe we can just uh, skip it because we already a Mortal Kombat one. Oh, okay, and yeah. Again, so we can skip it. We can go to Antoine's yeah. personal favorite then. Okay, let me just bring up the picture here real quick. All right, and then we're going to... This is Antoine's personal favorite, I believe. Oh, yeah, uh, I love it. Because everybody... <laughs> of course, Go. everybody know... Yeah, everybody you know Pokemon Go. And if you want to try to copy a game like Pokemon Go, I mean, Garfield Go, is it even more... Can you make it more obvious that you are you are trying to bunk on the name? You don't even change the name. Uh, you don't change <laughs> the name. You don't. And Garfield, I mean, I would understand somehow if it was Digimon or something like this, you know, something to <laughs> capture. But Garfield, the, ge- the, the stuff about Garfield Go is that you have to find Garfield and throw lasagna at him. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Seriously, <gasps> Pokemon goes working so well. We have to find something. Uh, uh, you, what you are, Garfield? Okay, someone else? No, no one. Okay, then Garfield. How do we call it? Garfield, go. Did you have your coffee this morning, Francis? No. Okay, let's go with. It. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> really really feel like Pokemon Go, Garfield Go. Sure. Okay, how do we play? Uh, we... But then that's the thing. Like Pokemon, the whole point is is collecting. Pokemon. Are you collecting Garfield or are you just trying to No, you just throw lasagna at him. It's It's not even... I was trying to check earlier. You can't even get it on iOS anymore. (laughs) I don't know if it's on Android, but... uh... (laughs) Yeah, so... 
Yeah, this one's a blatant ripoff, and this is definitely a reskin. And 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 this would I I would one hundred percent say this is a knockoff. This is definitely oh, that's so much rich for the for the cash. That's even disgusting <laughs> in a way, but it's funny. I mean, it's like, did you really do that? Like, I I, I looked at it twice. I'm like, was it really legit? Like, was this really a game? Garfield? It's not a, not a joke or something. No, it really, it really existed. Ooh. <laughs> I'm never. I'm not a big fan of Garfield. I'll be honest, and this is not contributing <laughs> to make me like him even more. <laughs> Have you ever read uh, Garfield without Garfield? Garfield without Garfield. Yeah. So somebody took the old Garfield comics and they edited Garfield out. So it's all the other characters talking. Mm-hmm. It's all the other characters, and their word bubbles are there, but then there's no Garfield. And it's just really kind of funny, but at the same time, like really sad and depressing because it just looks like a a sad because, you know, John is always, um, you know, Garfield's always saying something. John's just kind of like, you know, and then it looks like he's kind of talking to himself and it just looks like it just looks like an insight into a sad, depressed, lonely man. Isn't it exactly what it is? It's kind of what it is, but, you know, (laughs) but but there's often no punchline. You know, so like, for example, sometimes there will be, you know, like maybe John will be kind of sitting there like this at the table and Garfield says something and John kind of perks up and then Garfield says something else sarcastic and he goes back to this position. But it's just him just like. (laughs) I know my life is shit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's really it's it's some of them don't work. Some of them don't work, but some of them work really, really well and it changes the context completely. But yeah, I, I would recommend just, you know, perusing Garfield without Garfield because some of them are really funny and some of them are just really kind of depressing and sad. <laughs> but yeah. So uh, moving on to the next one, this one's kind of funny. Saints Row, and we mentioned this before, and Saints Row, I would say, is kind of special because the first one, definitely a knockoff of GTA, I would say. You know, purely the cash grab thing. But... They ran with it and they kept going and then created their own identity. So, yeah, this one's kind of in a special place where even a knockoff can kind of become its own distinct thing. And I think Saints Row is kind of a testament to that because, yeah, the first one, definitely, I would say it was a knockoff. But then the, the, the further they went, they were like, well, you know, we were trying to get that sweet, sweet GTA money. GTA is still huge. We can't just keep doing that. We need to try something we need to change it up a bit and so they just leaned into the you know just the most bizarre aspects of it and just kind of went crazy with it and it worked so you know the first one i would definitely call it a cash uh, a knockoff maybe even the second one but by the third one no i would say now it's it's evolved into its own thing it's yeah i don't know what would you say Oh, same. And uh, who knows if, if uh, Saints Row 5 come out before GTA 6, might even overshadow it a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, because no GTA 6 right now. Yeah, so definitely. Exactly, yeah. Uh, now they are going to be the quintessential one. Yeah. Will the student pass the master? Will the students pass their semester? Yeah. Oh, will the student no, pass no. the master? Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't think so. GTA is just a, a monolith too, at this point. Too big. Yeah, it's too big. But but definitely, I think they're they're taking advantage of the cracks between the games right now. So they're <laughs> they're uh, 
yeah, they've established themselves. So, you know, good on you guys. Well done, Saints Row. Yep. Yep. This next one here, if you think that if I saw this picture, I would 100% think that this was Team Fortress. 100%. I would have been like, that's a picture of Team Fortress. It's not. (laughs) It's not Team Fortress. Uh, This is a game called Final Combat. Final Combat. Yeah. And this is, yeah, it doesn't get much more knockoffy than this. I mean, come on. When you look at it and you're like, oh, yeah, that's Team Fortress. And it's like, no, it's not. And it's like, yes, it is. (laughs) And no, it's not. Uh, Yeah. I mean, the character models are identical. I don't even know. I mean, they might even have skins like this in Team Fortress. I don't know. The helmets look the same. The the gun design looks the same. It's how, yeah, I don't know. This almost looks like they took, even just took the code and just renamed it and just changed the font. You know, like we took the game, we went into the game files, you know, we, we modded it to add, to change the font a bit, change a bit of the colors. It's a, it's a brand new game. It's a brand new game. I swear. You know, like, I mean, it's just sad. I understand if some games, you know, have a very strong inspiration, like uh, Genshin Impact have a very strong inspiration from Zelda, but it's his own game in a way. Here, no, 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 no. Take the same, change a bit <laughs> the, the, the color chart. That's it. Money, come. <laughs> they haven't even changed the colors that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So it's it's just really sad. There's just lack of imagination and ah <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. This one's weird. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know why somebody would even think to do that. I mean, I could understand it from the perspective of if you were say a university student and and you're like, hey, you know, I want a project to do. You know, I'm I'm gonna see if I can make my own Team Fortress, but you're not doing it to sell it. You're just doing it, you know, just to kind of like practice programming and and getting used to game design and stuff like that, that would make sense to me. And then, you know, you can rip mm. off assets if you want because, you know, the intention isn't to sell it or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. Why would you do this? And I, and I cannot imagine that this was successful, which, to be honest, I had never heard of it before. So <laughs> I'm assuming it wasn't. That, that's a bit sad. I really wanted, but I couldn't find it. I wanted to have the numbers of sale, you know, how much money they, they made with they ab- actually able to make profits out of it. Uh, personally, I don't think they would because, I mean, that's that's just a no-no. <laughs> but eh, who knows, actually? Uh, that would be interesting to know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know much else to say about that one because that one's just yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I don't know much about the next one actually. So I don't uh, know Dante's Inferno. About... Yeah. So Dante's Inferno know. kind of bothered me a bit. <laughs> So Dante's Inferno was a blatant ripoff of God of War. It was definitely the, the original God of Wars, uh, where you're in kind of a corridor and, you know, it's third person and you're running around. and Yeah, yeah, that God of War, Devil May Cry kind of thing. And I don't know which one came first, God of War or Devil May Cry, but uh, oh, Devil May yeah, Cry. I don't really know if I'd call those knockoffs of each other because they are very different. Devil May Cry, you're yeah, doing a lot different. of... No, no. Yeah, you're doing a lot of the juggling and whatnot. But this one definitely was a lot of the God of War. I think you get, uh, I think even your scythe can extend. So you kind of get the whole Blades of Chaos thing going on. Uh, The reason that this one bothered me was because I don't, this is a personal pet peeve of mine. I don't really like it when people take established things and then completely revamp them and then be like, oh yeah, you know, like this is awesome. Uh, I wasn't a fan of the original God of Wars for that reason. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, we have the the Greek gods. We have Ares. We have Zeus. But we're going to have this 
random Spartan guy who's going to kill all the Greek gods. And I was like, we, we have hundreds of Greek legends and you're just going to come along with this original character and be like, oh, yeah, he's totally better than Zeus. I don't know. To me, that, to me, that feels really arrogant when you take something that's been established for a long time and you're like, I'm going to create a better character that's going to kill off your characters. And it's going to like, eh. yeah, I don't know. That To me, that, that just feels like a, a, a power fantasy, a power move, you know, kind of. A, but anyway, uh, that aside, this game took Dante's Inferno. And if you've read Dante's Inferno, it has almost nothing to do <laughs> with the Divine Comedy. And but the, interestingly enough, this game does have its own anime. I've seen it. Yeah. You can watch it online. I think it's even on YouTube. And what's really kind of weirdly interesting about it is it's 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 one movie, but it's divided into scenes. And each scene was done by a different director and has a different animation style. So there's a consistent mm. there are consistent voice actors across it. But the style keeps shifting with each uh, circle of hell. And yeah, so like at one at one point, and uh, and some of the some of them are pretty big names. Some of them are pretty big names. Uh, like I don't remember, I don't remember the name, but the the guy who did Aeon Flux uh, was one of the mm-hmm. directors. So they have a whole section where it's done in the style of Aeon Flux and um, terrible movie, by the way. Well, I'm talking about the original cartoon. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, but okay, yeah, yeah. Fair yeah, yeah. So it's done in that kind of the, the the same style as that. Uh, but yeah, in this one, Dante, is he was a crusader, and he wasn't a very nice one. He was not a good guy. And he returns home. His beloved Beatrix is, or Beatrice, sorry, Beatrice, is dead. And so he is going to descend into hell to find her. Uh, but to do that, he kills death steals death's scythe and then proceeds to go through the circles of hell where he kills various demons that lord over the individual circles of hell eventually killing satan himself and going to heaven after doing horrible horrible things to people and i mean horrible horrible things to people (laughs) he deserved to be in hell um so yeah this was a really weird one in that it just yeah, they're just they're just taking all these concepts like, oh, yeah, yeah, Dante's Inferno. But we're just going to take the names and we're just going to make it like, you know, God of War. So this guy is like, you know, going around just doing stuff to people <laughs> and women. And uh, yeah, he's not a he's not a good guy, but he's going to go to heaven because he saved his his girlfriend that he had cheated on multiple times non-consensually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is it done by a Japanese studio? Because it happens at some time. You know, like a- that's a ja- good question. Japanese, I don't know who made Japanese studio like to take Western beliefs or stuff, and they don't really understand what it means, they but do. they just put it because it's interesting. And no, you you can't really cheat on your wives. That's just not a heavenly stuff to do. No. Yes, see, it was uh, made <laughs> tortured, by no, no, tortured, tortured. No, it's not so much of a stuff. Nope. It was made by Electronic Arts. It was made by EA Games, <laughs> the greatest <laughs> company of all history. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah ea made it uh so it was a yeah designers steven decile i don't know directors are jonathan knight stephen barry those sound like japanese names to you right yeah absolutely yes so absolutely no excuse 
Yeah. But to be fair, I mean, yeah, the Japanese do take Western mythology and, and Western, uh, Western Yeah, but they have an excuse. And, it's not... and we yeah, do it it's, it's not. Yeah, it's not that really there. Uh, their cultures, so it's okay if they get it wrong. It's maybe yeah, actually, yeah, exactly. even be fun. Yeah, 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 and I mean we do it too. I mean, look at all the samurai movies and stuff that are of out course, there and, and yes, ninja stuff. Of I mean, course. so yeah, we we do it too. We're 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 not innocent in that. It's a friendly competition. It is. A, it is kind of. I mean, you know, it's uh, at least in the video gaming industry. I don't know about certain other ones. I know in the movie industry sometimes it gets kind of weird, but <laughs> you know. Uh, but at least in the video game industry, a lot of times, and I think, I think like this one again is, is in the video game industry. I think people typically don't, nothing is sacred. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. if you see, if you see the next and last game, you will see that really nothing, nothing is sacred. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So this game is, I mean, right off the bat, what game is that? That's. <laughs> I know, I know. It's the great Gianna Sisters. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, yeah, so we have Mario Brothers. Now we have, what was it? Gianna Sisters? Gianno? G- Gianna Sisters. Gian- uh, Gianna just, Sisters, yeah. They just call out over the sprites. You know, it's like a five years old. Say, oh, the Goomba looks cute. Let's let put some ears. It's, it's an owl. owl. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And they're sisters now. They're not brothers. So this is, uh, yeah. So this is again a, a tremendous. This is just a cash grab. And then, I don't even know if this is a cash grab. Was this released for anything? Let's see. Uh, I don't know. Where it came out. For me, it's a meme. <laughs> it's not it looks real. like a meme, right? Like I've never heard of this before. I've never seen it. I don't know. Was this on the original Nintendo? I find it hard to believe that it was. And even here on the website, it doesn't say where, like, where you could play it. It was on Commodore 64. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. And it says right here, uh, just like Sega with Simpsons, Nintendo wasn't happy, and they were able to have every (laughs) single copy of the game sent to stores fully recalled. So the game got sent out to stores. Nintendo was like, no. And (laughs) every single one was pulled off shelves. So sorry, guys. There's something more to say about this. Oh, yeah? Are you ready? Oh, yeah. You were ready for the original Gianna sister? You have Gianna Sisters DS in 2009, Gianna's Return 2009, Gianna Sisters Twisted, whatever, uh, Twisted Dreams on, is that Switch? Uh, Gianna Sister 2012. <laughs> oh my God. So they it's, made more. <laughs> yeah, they made more. Are they all like Mario knockoffs or did they, did they change uh, it up? I hope for them they change it up. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I mean, maybe they went the Saints Row route and they were like, hey, you know what, we're going to change it up a bit. Yeah, because uh, the 2012 one, uh, developed by Black Forest Games, actually has a 92% of users who like the game, released on PS4, Xbox One, uh, PC, Xbox 360, Nintendo Switch, Wii U, and PS3. So, All right, maybe they <laughs> came up with their own identity eventually, I don't know. Yeah, but it's Gianna Sisters. That does it mean it's? Uh, it doesn't say if it's the same as the Great Gianna Sisters. I don't know if they. The great. If it's Gianna a coincidence. I don't know if it's a coincidence that the name is almost the same or not. Yeah, but the one know. which looks like the original Mario is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, that the go- I mean, come on, the Goombas. 
They're just like, oh, <laughs> we can make them owls by adding little pointy things to the top <laughs> and sharpening the sides. Well, you know, you can't blame somebody for trying, I suppose. Uh, but as per Crean's, hey, Apex, as for Crean's request, our favorite, I'm going to go into mine because uh, yours, I believe, was Garfield, correct? Ah, oh, it was hard between Gianna's sisters and Garfield, but uh, Garfield make me laugh way more. So I'm going to go for Garfield. <laughs> All right. Well, mine is actually not on this list and it is a good one. Uh, and that's going to be Mod Nation Racers. So if you've ever played Mario Kart, you know exactly what this game is. They did not try to change it up too much. But again, they were kind of filling the niche because Mario Kart is clearly on Nintendo and we did not really. I mean, we had Crash Bandicoot Racing, I guess, on the PlayStation way back when. But there Sonic was kind R of a as well. Sonic R as well. Uh, but we didn't have any games that were kart uh, racers for, you know, at that time, at least not any big ones. And this is actually kind of a, a, a knockoff of not just Mario Kart, but also Little Big Planet. Uh, and so to the point where. Little Big Planet, when Little Big Planet Racing came out, the the guys who uh, made Little Big Planet Racing went came to these guys and they were like, "Hey guys, uh, you know, help us out here." So they actually they had a love a lot of love for each other. But this was definitely where somebody was looking at Mario Kart and they're like, "This is a great game. I want to I want to play Mario Kart on the PlayStation." So you know we're gonna take that same track racing. They have drifting just like Mario Kart. Uh, there are boxes that on the there are boxes that you can collect and then that's how you get your weapons, just like Mario Kart. Uh, you have the hazards, you know, things smashing and, and whatnot, just like Mario Kart. So the gameplay was basically the same as Mario Kart. They did change a few things up. In Mario Kart, if you get, uh, if you're doing like a power slide, you get a little speed boost at the end of it, if you can kind of charge up your power boost. Uh, and this one, you had an energy meter. And when you power slide, you would charge the meter. And you could either use the meter as a speed boost when you wanted to, uh, or you could use it as a shield to block incoming attacks. So that was that was a little bit different. The other thing that they changed up was Mario Kart has a ton of different weapons that you can get. You know, green shells, red shells, bananas, bombs, uh, the the star, all those things. Uh, this one really only had, I think three or four that you could get. But the thing was, is in, this one changed it up in a bit in that if you went through one of the boxes, you got a random weapon. If you didn't use that weapon, but ran through a second box, it would charge that weapon up to level two. And if you went through another box, you could charge that weapon up to level three. So I think there were maybe four different weapons you could get or four different abilities you could get, but each one could charge up two times. So you had a total of 12 different things you could do. And so for example, uh, you could get a missile which was the green shell, you know, you shot it, it goes in a straight line, it hits a wall, it bounces. So it was hundred percent a green shell. Uh, but then if you got it up to level two, then it was a red shell. Now it's tracking. Okay. Uh, but you get it up to level three and, and it's different level of three. It would just release multi-missiles that would just pummel the area in front of you. So if you were getting on a group of enemies, you could just knock a whole bunch of them out. So it did change up things a little bit from Mario Kart. I wouldn't say it was better than Mario Kart, but I wouldn't say it was worse. I would say it was on par, you know, the quality was there. Uh, and the other thing that they did from Little Play Planet side was, you know, your characters, they're called mods. You could completely customize them however you wanted. You could, you know, change the faces up. You could change the, the, the what they're wearing. 
you could add stickers and accessories to them and stick them wherever you want. You know, if you have a horn, you can stick a horn on the side, or you can stick it in the front or on the shoulders or whatever you want. Uh, the cars were the same way. You could, you could, uh, mod your cars to have whatever style you wanted. You know, if you wanted to look more like a car, you want it to look more like a Jeep or you want to change the paint job or whatever. Uh, so you could, you could change those up a bit. You could also do like in, in Mario Kart, they have different, <clears throat> they have different racers in the sense that some are heavier, some are lighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one you could just, there was just a little toggle on your car where you could say, okay, I want more drift or I want more handling. Uh, or I want more acceleration, or I want more top speed. And so in that sense, it was, you know, you didn't have to worry about like, okay, you know, I, somebody else took Bowser or whatever, you could just do whatever you want. So in that sense, it was a little bit different. Uh, But then also like Little Big Planet, you could design your entire track, however you wanted to. So you could, that was probably the most fun part about it was that you could just build your own tracks. They had tons of tracks in game, but you could make custom tracks and it was online. So you could go online and play with other people. And of course, uh, I think pretty much everybody who released an online level would do the same thing where we would all have a level, but then we would all create like a secret path. So when other people played us on our levels, we can always win. Um, you know, so, but, but people would have a lot of fun with it and they, they got real creative in certain ways. I think there was like one level where the entire track was just, it was buildings and you just, uh, you know, you're going from one building and either ramping off or you have to kind of jump or, uh, but it was like a buildings in a flooded city or something like that. So there's no one track and stuff. So that was definitely a blatant knockoff as well. Uh, but it changed it up enough that, you know, it was a lot yeah, of fun. It was a nice sandbox, uh, sandbox option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They added some sandbox options. And so, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun and, and I really enjoyed it. And unfortunately, uh, after they created Mod Nation Racer, they went out of business. The, the, the company that made it went out of business. Uh, a lot of them went on to help Little Big Planet Kart Racing. But from what I've heard, it's just not as good. Just, mm. you know, for whatever reason, it's slower. It feels heavier or whatever. It feels clunkier. Um, this one worked really, really well. But yeah, so it's a real unfortunate that uh, that we can't play it anymore. But we're going to get into some news here. And some of the news might give this a game a bit of a chance. So let, let's go ahead and get into the news. So our first bit of news today is Final Fantasy XIV is going to be going back on sale uh, later this month. January, you cannot buy it right now because there are too many people trying to play. It's actually not that bad right now. Every time I've tried to log in, you know, there's only been a queue of maybe 17 to 40 people. So it's not, it's not the the 4,000 that it used to be. Uh, but yeah, so they're definitely going to be back on sale. So if you want to get it, you can pick it up. Uh, but also they are going to be adding server expansion. So the servers are going to be bigger, uh, which means that in the future, there should hopefully be less of a problem logging on until, of course, more people buy this game. And then, <laughs> and then it happens and then, all over again. that before the extension? Yeah, I don't know when. Yeah, yeah, it'll definitely be before the next expansion. Uh, will it be before the next patch? Uh, that I don't know. So we'll have to wait and see on that. But uh, I know that Final Fantasy XIV, people have been wanting it on Xbox for a long time. And I know that Square has been in talks with, X, uh, with uh, Xbox to get it on Xbox. But... Uh, for this last expansion, they wanted to focus on the getting the expansion ready first. And I think it should be Xbox ready before the next expansion. So we don't know when 
but the next it, it should be out on xbox before the next expansion but that might add more people so you know uh we might be running back into the same problem as we open it up to <laughs> xbox players uh, all right, but not just that. Uh, that's not the only thing that's going to be available soon. The Steam Deck is going to is set to ship in February. So if you have pre-ordered a Steam Deck, you should be looking forward to be able to get that one soon, uh, because hopefully soon in February uh, you'll be able to pick one up. So they should be shipping soon. So that's good news for people that bought the Steam Deck. Uh, for I didn't buy one. Did you? No, no uh, I, I know Korean was excited yeah. about it, but I don't know if he. I don't. I don't think he actually pre-ordered one. Uh, but yeah, I know I he was excited about it. Too too expensive for him, I think. Oh, it was a bit too expensive for him. Oh, that's too. It bad. was very well, maybe, expensive. It seemed like they were pretty expensive. I think they were what were they like three hundred dollars or something like that. For and there I were the three different models, so I, I don't know. Yeah, I think it was like. Uh, Nearly as much as a PS5, kind of. Yeah, if I remember correctly, it was like, yeah, it was, it was the same price as a PS5. So, yeah. yeah. But, uh, so, that, yeah, I guess that's good news. Uh, but moving into something a little more interesting. So, you know Zynga? The, Zynga. You've probably heard of them. It's a mobile game maker. They're the same people that made uh, Farmville, if you remember the popular game from Facebook. Yes, absolutely. I played a lot of Farmville at some point. Yeah, so they're the guys that made Farmville. Uh, so Take-Two Interactive bought Zynga and broke the record for the largest buyout in video game history at $12 billion. So they paid even more I than... I saw that. Congrats. Congrats yeah. to Take-Two because I, I really like them. They, they do some really good games, so... Yeah, so Zynga... Yeah, so uh, you know that that's uh, interesting there, so... Biggest buyout ever, but I don't know if this is going to hold for very long because I just found this out. This was uh, released just a few hours ago. I don't even think less than 24 hours ago. Apparently, this isn't the only buyout happening. Uh, Microsoft has come out and announced that they are planning to buy out Blizzard Activision or Activision Blizzard, which is huge. I don't know how much money they're going to spend on that. I don't know if it's going to beat the Zynga one. It wouldn't surprise me if it would. But yeah, so Microsoft is is planning to buy Wait. Activision Blizzard. So that are means that... Saying, hmm? Are you saying they are buying another studio which is really down in the dumps? Which one was it? Oh, it reminds me of a certain Bethesda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ago. Yeah, I mean, Bethesda, <laughs> I would say, is probably in a better position, was probably in a better position, not financially, but uh, reputation-wise than Activision yeah, Blizzard. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, Microsoft is buying out Activision Blizzard, which actually is going to give them exclusive rights over Call of Duty, Diablo, World of Warcraft is going to be a Microsoft IP now. Oh my and God. get this, Destiny on the PC. So, you know, sorry, mm. Bungie, but you got away from, uh, you know, so Bungie gets away from Microsoft and then they go to Activision Blizzard. They break away from Activision Blizzard. And now Microsoft is... Buying uh, the guys that own the IP on PC, yeah, exactly. So, uh, so this will be interesting. So, yeah, they're going to own uh, Overwatch and all that. Uh, now, this is this is one of the thing that apparently this there, there aren't too many Activision Blizzard games. I mean, they're they're more known for at least the Blizzard side is more known for uh, PC gaming. However, <laughs> Overwatch is is on console. But also that, Call of Duty. They own Call of Duty. And that is a huge franchise. Well, that's going to be a Microsoft property now. So 
not only has PlayStation lost access to Elder Scrolls and Doom and uh, what were some of the other ones that they had? Uh, uh, what was it? Elder Scrolls, Doom. Uh, the oh, Bethesda, Fallout. Fallout, right? Now they're also going to be losing Overwatch. They're going to be losing access to Call of Duty, uh, possibly. So this is a really big deal. And this is, again, like I've mentioned before, you know, this is, uh, this is I don't play Call of Duty, <laughs> but that, that's, that would be irritating to me. If I was, you know, a PlayStation player, we've been playing Call of Duty, you know, you're a huge Call of Duty fan, you're a PlayStation player, and now it's like, nope, sorry, you got to buy an Xbox or play on PC, you can't play on on uh, your PlayStations anymore. Who knows, maybe um, they're going to make some deal with Sony just to release a Call of Duty with, you know, big royalties or something. Well, I, if they were doing that, I would say they'd probably do it with Fallout 2 and Elder Scrolls 2. I would say it's more likely that they would want to release Game Pass on sony consoles and and try to make that deal and be like hey let's put uh, hey we'll make you a deal you guys can have these games game pass only you have to put game pass on your console that wouldn't surprise me if they try to make that deal in the future um but uh yeah and and that's that's something that we'll i'll talk about in a second but before we do that we have we have one more piece of xbox news so phil spencer recently came out and said that he wanted to or he, he, I wouldn't say he dreams of, but in, he would like to see cross, not cross platform. Well, I guess prof, cross platform bands. So he, he would like to see uh, the industry take bands all the way across a platform. So if you were, say, banned on, say, Xbox, Xbox Live, you know, going online, you should be banned from PlayStation and Nintendo and steam and so he he thinks in the future that there should be uh these kind of blacklists or whatever that the you know industry makers share so you know if you're if 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 you are in trouble on one system you're in trouble on every system so if you're making you know toxic content you know you're, you're you're making racist comments or sexist comments or you know being abusive in a game or cheating and you're doing that, say, on Xbox and you get banned on Xbox, you know, then he, he thinks that there should be a list that, you know, they, they that PlayStation has or, you know, uh, an agreement that PlayStation and Nintendo have signed. So if you're making these comments on Xbox, you know, you get banned from Xbox for, say, a week or a month or whatever. You can't play on any you can't play online anywhere. So cool. You can see the League of Legends communities already. Ah, no. Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, I, yeah, I think the idea, I think that's kind of his idea, though, is that gaming has become very toxic. And if and, and the thing is, is that people can just come along and just jump on somewhere else and, and, and continue if they've, you know, so there's there's a very little, very little risk to this kind of uh, behavior. Behave, exactly, exactly. Behavior. There's very little risk to this kind of behavior. And I think he's thinking, you know, there should be, people shouldn't be acting this way. So we should de-incentivize it and yes, do that by making Good it cross. Guy. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I don't know if 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 banning people from everywhere is is a way to do it. I don't know. I, I, I do feel kind of, that seems very 1984 to me in a way. And I, I'm kind of like, uh, you know, I mean. I'm from 1983, so it works. 
I mean, they are not banned for life. They are banned for, uh, I don't know, a week. Look at uh, YouTube. You well, know, if you, if you make one mistake, you strike for a week and they don't cry, you know, on your shoulder. Or... Right, right. But so, then on the no, same but... thing, but by that same thing is if you were banned on YouTube, then you should be banned on Twitch and Facebook as well. Of course. I agree. Definitely. Why not? Be well, okay. So the idea that, uh, that a lot of people are and worried the... about is this could be easily abused. I mean, look at how we've gotten copyright uh, yes. warnings before. Yes, I, I agree. So, and and, and I... things on Twitch were fine and things on Facebook were fine, but YouTube gave us trouble. And it, you could have something like that where if YouTube gives you trouble, well, sorry, you can't be anywhere now. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so that, that that's, yes. so I get that. You need to be careful of the abuse in both sense because if they resort to this kind of policy, it's because players as well are abusive and they are going, they are crossing a line. And at some point, you need to put them back in their pen. So definitely, if you ban someone for a week, he's going to be careful after. And like, we have been very careful not to put movie trailers because we know that we're going to get strike. So, you know, we are being very careful and uh, I think uh, the same could be implemented. And yes, I agree. There could be not abuse, but mistakes made of where the line is. And Microsoft or this uh, powerful platform wouldn't care if it affects, you know, the player more than them. So there's a risk there. But yeah. in the idea, in the idea, I think it's a very good thing. Yeah, and, and and I think, for example, one thing that people have talked about is this can uh, a worry that is is that this could enable bullies because uh, you have people out there that will goad you or you know try to goad people into to doing things or saying things you know so they'll they'll push the line and and, and uh, you know harass people but in a in a not overly yes. controversial way until that person snaps and then immediately turn around and report them. And this is kind of a, a game to some people. And some people are worried that, you know, this could be, you know, this would encourage people to do that. Cause they're like, I can not just get you on Xbox. I can get you everywhere. So I can totally ruin your gaming experience. There's idiots and assholes everywhere, unfortunately, <laughs> but I will tell you one thing. I'm part of a group on Facebook, which is called gamers France, gamers France. It's a small group of five to 10,000 people. And each time there's a girl on it uh, who says, uh, hi, I want to play with a group for Fortnite or something. It has been frequent that they are um, harassed, literally, online. Mm. Uh, why did you add this guy, but you didn't add me or something? Uh, several girls came out in the group uh, with screenshots saying, guys, stop. I add whoever I want, and if I'm not adding you, give up, go away. And uh, some people have been banned from this uh, from this group, so it already exists anyway. That's because a lot of gamer gamers, and that's very sad of it, but either toxic or immature, or you know, oh, yeah. go get yourself a girlfriend. Stop being an asshole online. <laughs> really, come on. Well, if you could get oh, a girlfriend, you wouldn't be care. harassing that girl. I mean, come on, <laughs> that's not really a testament to his ability. To... It's well, yeah, that's, that's just because it's a very sad little person who can only get his fun by harassing other people. Breaking news, you're an asshole. Stop it. <laughs> and if you're banned, good on you. 
and I'll be the first one laughing. I'm sorry, I have absolutely no, I have no empathy for this kind of people. Okay, <laughs> maybe I understand if you're young and you're a teenager and you make mistakes, everybody does. That doesn't give you the right to be an asshole. I'm sorry. Harassing other people, bullying is, you know, for the parents to my children. I tell them, you don't bully people at school, you don't bully online, and you don't get bullied online either. If mm. uh, if it happens, then, you know, that's, that's just that's just a no-no. Exactly, yes. So, no, no, no. If, if they get banned, I'd be behind my cam. <laughs> but uh, ah, they're banned from... Okay. But I mean, being banned from the group, do you think that they should be banned from Facebook altogether? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Be with this kind of behavior, if you see the kind of screenshot, maybe, as I said, if you're a teenager and you do something like this because you don't understand how stupid what you're doing are, be, <laughs> uh, it can happen. You just don't have the maturity to understand that you are being a complete dick. Okay. If you are banned for a month or a year maybe you can come back in a year and you can reflect on yes i have been a very bad person and now i'm gonna be much more respectful to, towards other other people and maybe gamer girls or whatever Ever very good you learned your lesson good guy no, you will take it more seriously if you're banned everywhere for sure Ex exactly that's that's yeah exactly no no i i know i can uh, seem a bit extreme but I think some people deserve extreme measures at that point, you know, like literally killing them uh, virtually will make them understand that, yeah, maybe something's wrong with them or mm. with their behavior. So, yeah, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> really. Yeah, so, yeah, no, I, I, I kind of agree with some of that. Like, for example, I mean, in the state, in the U.S., you know, if you if you've committed a crime in one state, obviously, you know, another state should have access to your criminal record to know that you've done that. And, you know, obviously they should have, uh, they should know what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do. You know, if, if you're banned from owning a firearm in one state, you know, you shouldn't be allowed to go to another state and buy one. You know, there's a reason you were banned in the first place. Uh, so I, I get that. But I, I think a lot of times, I think it's a really hard I'm not going to say it's a slippery slope, but I think it is hard to do because, for instance, one of the one of the concerns that somebody brought up was uh, what happens if you have like a family console, right? Uh, and one one player, you know, and one person, uh, you know, like say, say you have a one immature 16 year old kid and he makes a comment. He gets banned from PlayStation, right? So not, but not only is that PlayStation account banned, their Xbox is banned, their Steam accounts are banned. Nobody in that household, all the brothers and sisters cannot play anything because of what that one kid did, you know? And I mean, it was, it would be one thing if you got banned on PlayStation and they go whine to mom and dad and mom and dad are like, well, why did this happen? And then, you know, if I, they find out and they're like, well, you're not allowed to play games anymore, but everybody else can play games for other places because you've punished your brothers and sisters and that's not fair. But here, everybody in that family is, is, is that. And then, uh, and then the other problem is, is why is league of legends so toxic? It's because it's so easy to create a new account. And, and so you, people just create throwaway accounts and troll. Right. So, I mean, will having, uh, 
you know, and, and we would need to link up all of our accounts. So your Xbox account would need to be linked with your PlayStation account, which would need to be linked with your Steam account in order to even know which account to ban, right? So we'd have to link all of our accounts together. But to do that, you know, it, it, again, people can just create troll accounts. So the only way to, to, to counter that is to create IP bans. And if you create IP bans, that does the same thing, where if you have a household, everybody in the household is banned, even if they have their own account. They, you know, like if, if I'm playing, if you're, if my brother is, is trolling in League of Legends, I can't even log into my own account because I'm IP banned, you know? Um, okay. so, I, I, so I think, yeah, so it, I think it's a very, I think it's, it's a good idea, but uh, I think it needs more. Let me, let me, let me ask you a question. Planning. Sure. You have brothers and sisters, right? I have six. So imagine you're in your house, uh, you're you're in a household, and because of one of them, none of you can play for a week. What do you think is going to happen to the member of your family who caused that? Do you think that after a week of bullying from all the brothers and sisters, he's going to try to do that again? Oh, absolutely. Uh, do you see? Really? Absolutely. <laughs> because no, they're mad because they feel like they're the victim and they want to punish everybody else. Because they feel like they got bullied. And so they want to take it out on everybody else. And they're like, fine, you want to treat me like that? Screw you uh, guys. So absolutely, yeah, yeah. they will do that. <laughs> That's I, I happened. Mean, if, you, if you get your family banned for a week, uh, they, they're going to bully you. And if you get them banned for a month, that means it's a, it's a very bad treatment you will encounter will last a month. Why would you like to do that? Uh, just I mean, to spite it, just to spite a, people. A, I mean, a, why are you why are you trolling girls online anyway? Because they don't want to play with you. It's a, <laughs> it's a it's spiteful a, creatures. It's a yeah, exactly. It's just a question of education and yeah. Well, in any case, we are just you know talking like this because we know that it cannot really be implemented. Yeah, it would be really hard it, to implement. And then it, uh, it's it's a dream. It's a dream to ban. It is these, a dream. Course, it is a dream. But it's just a yeah. dream, and there's no real way to do it. Yeah. Now I will say, to, if yeah. if you're banned on, say, something like uh, Fortnite on PlayStation, I think you should be banned on Fortnite everywhere. Um, yes. You know, so I mean, and that's easy to do because all your accounts yeah. are linked on Fortnite. That 100% exactly. I agree with. But to say, like, you know, if you're banned from Xbox Live, you should be banned from mm. PlayStation. Well, that, that that one I'm a little bored. Like, mm, I, I I think it would be. Yeah, I don't know. It depends on why you were banned. I would say, but then you're looking at a case by case basis, and that's just way too complex. So uh, yeah, you can get banned for two hours and by yeah. for a month, depending on the gravity of what you did. But right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. having having some little, you know, like uh, pressure on these uh, bullies is uh, never a bad thing. Sometimes, <laughs> as I said, sometimes when you when you bully a bully back, that's just yeah, you're just creating an endless cycle of hate. <laughs> No problem. He has to understand that. Oh no, they do. Can bullies they others. do. It's complicated, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. They, he has they to stand up to, to bullies. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we had a long discussion on that one. Um, so two last things before we go. Uh, the first one is PlayStation Now cards are being taken off shelves, so you are not going to be able to renew your PlayStation Now subscriptions. Why? Well, a lot of people are speculating that this means that the PlayStation that. PlayStation Now is going to be fused with PlayStation Plus, and so that is going to be merged into whatever Spartacus is. And uh, yeah, this is going to be the new Game Pass competitor. And so 
because of that, they're not going to be allowing people to renew PlayStation now because it's not going to exist on its own anymore. It's going to become part of PlayStation Plus. So uh, that ought to be interesting. Also, what's interesting is apparently people have found some PlayStation 3 games listed on PlayStation, I believe PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, somewhere. So that's interesting because normally you couldn't play PlayStation 3 games on the 4 or 5. It didn't have that backwards compatibility. So the question is, are these going to be part of this new service? And that's why they are going to be on there. Uh, because they're going to be part of this new service as kind of a Game Pass kind of thing? Or is there going to be an emulation coming out at some point and we're going to be able to get access to our PS3 games? I don't know. But if we do, that's going to be awesome because that means I get to play Mod Nation Racer again. And so in the last is. bit of news, Xbox ended uh, ended production of the Xbox One. PlayStation is ramping it up. And the reasoning is, I mean, Xbox obviously stopped because they want to focus on the newest console generation. Uh, But unfortunately, the newest console generation is not able to meet demand. And so apparently the PS4 is still selling pretty well. Uh, In Japan last year, 2021, the PS4 outsold the Xbox One X and S combined. I mean, that's Japan, so, you know, that, that's not a worldwide thing. But there's still apparently a, a, a strong enough demand for the PS4. Now, reports had said that Sony was planning to end production in 2021 of the PS4. But because they cannot meet the production of PS5, they are ramping up production of PS4. Now, a lot of people are wondering, that doesn't make sense. Uh, if you can't make enough PS5s, why are you making more PS4s? You should be focusing on PS5s. But the thing is, PS4 is a pretty old technology and the bottleneck for the PS5 is not the factory space or anything like that. It's the components. We can't get those components. And those components are the newer, more you know, fancier components. PS4 doesn't use those. So... Ramping up PS4 production in no way impacts PS5 production because the bottleneck is not the amount of production, you you know, the factories, the, the, it's the components. But this is actually beneficial to the PS5 because Sony originally had contracts with these factories to produce PS5s. If they're not producing PS5s, they're not living up to their end of the contracts, which means that they become invalid and other companies can buy out this factory space to be using for their own things, you know, cell phones or whatever. So by ramping up PS4 production, Sony is able to maintain contracts with these factories, which means that if, you know, components for PS5 do become more readily available, it'll be, you know, they're, they're already going to have contracts in place that they're going to be able to develop this. So uh, that is part of the reason why they are ramping up PS4 con- uh, production. So it might seem counterintuitive, but uh, there is actually a good reason for it. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, I just yeah. want to add one little thing is that uh, it's hard to say, um, you know, Japan is the home of Sony and Japan is very much a PlayStation country. So oh, definitely. even in that case, yeah, Xbox would still be extremely low compared to Sony. So it's hard to make, to generalize this situation across right. the globe if you just take Japan because Japan is, definitely a you know sony market so yeah actually i think i think the only market where xbox competes fairly well with uh sony is is the u.s because even europe i think is predominantly still playstation uh yes. if i 
Yeah, so. But yeah, they did specifically mention Japan. They didn't. Spe- they didn't mention Europe. So the fact that they didn't exactly. mention Europe, uh, I, I think that the Xbox, well, I think the X series and the S series uh, outsold the PS4. It, it definitely in America, possibly also because, and that, that's one thing that's I, I think too is, is, I mean, who does not have a PS4 by now? I mean, come on, really. <laughs> Like, unless you're replacing it, but uh, yeah, it, it, I'm kind of surprised that there's still a demand. I would have thought that you know, people who wanted them would have had them by now, but I don't know. Who knows? But apparently, there's a demand for it. So, yeah, if there's a demand, there's money to be made. If there's money to be made, you might as well use the factory space. All right, so that is the end of the news today, and that is the end of the episode. And with that, we are going to say goodbye uh we don't have a theme yet for next week do we not yet no not yet so yeah as usual so we'll let you guys know uh korean should be back very soon not next week but i do believe is it next next week yeah next next week because in february uh korean said he'll be rejoining us uh it will also be the chinese new year or i should say lunar new year now uh but here in taiwan we celebrate chinese new year because we celebrate the chinese cultural variant of the lunar new year uh, so yeah, we'll be doing that. Um, I don't know if we're going to do a special for that or what's going to happen, but we'll have to wait and see uh, how that goes. All right. Well, thank you all for coming. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed our conversation. We had a lot to say. What do you think? Do you agree with me that maybe, uh, a, a cross ban is maybe a little extreme or do you agree with Antoine that this is a necessary step in order to keep ourselves and our children and our friends and family safe? So yeah, let us know in the comments what you think. And we will see you guys again soon. Have a lovely week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.